Hello and half a day, everybody. This is Nurse Jen Explains, the podcast where we make you laugh a lot and... Gosh, we might even teach you something about health. I'm Mrs. Oh, okay. Alice. This is Nurse Jen Artero, hello, hello. the woman with the answer to every single question no, you could have about no, no, no. But your mind, your body, <laughs> your spirit. No, no, no. But hello and have a day. We're so glad. Is that your catchphrase? Hello? Hello. Hello. No, it's uh, today everybody was teasing me about uh, it's help check yourself before you wreck yourself that's okay right that's, that's your my, other phrase okay you, you can catch jen every tuesday on health check yes. on KM news extra but right now we are coming to you live and we want to see what you have to say so send us your comments because we are intimately interested in what you have to say about health because jen we are talking about something interesting today fighting the effects of father time right something we can't do anything about yes absolutely so we unless thought, you're dorian gray or today, benjamin button or, yeah yeah right so we thought today we'd just be silly funny right and figure out what we all wanted as the aging process uh trickles along throughout our lifespan right what we want to do so true story oh so, boy i know right so i have a girlfriend we're on vacation together She's I she's in the bathroom getting ready. She comes out. She has a towel over her head. And I say to her, um, I, I heard the blow dryer. And she's like, yeah, I was blow drying my private part. And I was like, what? <laughs> Girl, that is too much hair if you got to blow dry your private part, right? So then, dun, 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 she says to me, did you know you get gray hair down there? And I was like, no, I never really... Well, that is, but that is part of the aging process. Okay. What, what is this? What is the science behind that? Behind you know why? I don't know the what? science, but I know we all just typically gray, right? No, because because isn't it because as you as you age, um, your body and your pores produce less and less of the. Is it melanin? Yep. It is melanin. Okay, the same thing that gives Mm -hmm. your skin, your dermis, its color, also colors your hair. And then, and then it slowly gets. So then she says, "What are my options? What are your options if you go?" Because she still has a sex active sex life, and Mm. she doesn't want to be gray. So it's more of a cosmetic thing. Yeah. I mean, functionally, there is no difference and there's no I, I told her i have no clue what are the options so ladies and gentlemen if you have options if you're gray down there and you're sexually active that's interesting what what do you do brazilian, brazilian. Um, i mean i mean well uncle kid brazilian i mean yeah you could completely yeah get rid of get rid of the offensive uh, yeah but what if you're not into that can we dye it I don't even know. You can dye. Did you know you can dye your eyebrows and your eyelashes? I don't know how you do the eyelashes without it seeping into your. Okay, some people, some like I've been accused, and I've even you know self admitted. I have um, I have Peter Pan syndrome, right? I don't want to grow up. Oh, okay. When I started actually going, and granted, the majority of the gray hair that I have now only mm-hmm. has happened like in the last maybe year, and I think that's because of the huge amount of stress that I went through like last year you know my, we lost my dad we lost my grandfather had some um, pretty pretty heavy year emotionally like last year for me and everything like that but I actually got my first gray hair I think when I was like 22 and it was just like really sporadic ones here and there and, and it is true if you don't want to go gray faster do not pull it I know it's tempting and just color it color is that it true? That, yeah the more you pull at it and everything I like that I pull like crazy if I can't get to the hair salon on time, I pull like crazy. Do you have? Okay, no. Yeah, I just pull. I just pull. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. If I got more. I'm 45 this year, and I guess, you know, everybody on Facebook is going to laugh at this, but you were talking about, I mean, hair is hair, right? Yes. It's, go, it's going to go gray. Obviously, your, your yes. head is the most visible, but obviously other regions in your body like can go gray. I've actually got now gray hairs on the inside of my nose. Oh, 
Yes, and your ear. How about your ear? I'm not that old. <laughs> where you, where you get, once you get hair coming out of your ears, you know, like, I know, that's I, a milestone. I know. Sometimes when it's I'm... It's probably sad. not something you want to brag about right, unless you're right. applying for AARP. Right. I had one gray hair on my eyebrow. Hmm. Hmm. You feel sorry for me, right? Have you ever had clear, <laughs> clear hair? What does that mean, clear hair? No, it's a, it, it's completely devoid of any t- sort of pigmentation at all. Like it, it'll grow. Like I've got one that actually grows out right above my uh, my eyelash. I, I don't know what it is. I think it's like a mute pore or something. Clear but, uh, hair. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. You just made that up. No, it's and you, you really can't. I mean, you have to like pull it out. But I mean, it's it's basically transparent. Oh nope, never seen it. Never heard of it. Yeah. Dun da da dun. First time, but yeah. I'll do my research on it. Yeah. I so, so going going old right from a nurse's perspective. Um, there's a psychological effect. Some Absolutely. People, I would say maybe more so with women because so much of the aging process, there's a physical cosmetic change that you go through. Mm-hmm. We get wrinkles. We get stretch marks. We get cellulose. We yeah. get gray hair, as we've just covered. You know, your voice changes. Your voice made. Okay. When we go through but, puberty, but of course, you know what's your voice cracks and your voice drops. You're, you're going to look hotter with your wrinkles and all that, and I'm just going to look like an old haggard woman like men age wonderfully i'm i'm like amazed how many men that i see later on in life like damn he looks good i don't like this versus women women, i go whoa she looks tired she looks like she needs some water well let's take some examples who are examples of some some like celebrity oh i was gonna say we're not talking about local people right so some celebrities that have aged very very well or you could never tell like there's angelina jolie how old is angelina now Jennifer Lopez, freaking hot. Okay, well, the, then again, when, when you work out like nine hours a day, and you can, I know. And, and you can afford nothing. any kind of like, you know. True, but those are like my top. Like, damn, they look hot and I'm thinking, sexy. Mm, I'm thinking um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Remember when she did uh, that? Mo- remember when she did <laughs> True Lies? When Jamie Lee Curtis did True Lies, I think she was in her fifties at that point and everything, and she looked phenomenal. Okay, how about today? Um, like who's older right now? That um, Sharon Osbourne looks really good. Oh, I mean, yeah. she's had a lot of work done though. Oh yeah, she looks good. She yeah. really does. Yeah. Oh, but okay, but again, the difference between women, men and women, and I'm not trying to be narcissistic or vain or anything like that. But okay, some people have actually told me because I'm like, oh man, my hair is going gray and everything like that. They're like, dude, go with it. They're like, that is a gift from God. The silver fox thing is a thing okay so we can vote on that should we all go gray or should we should we keep dying it so I mean, nurse jen keeps dying it jason's gonna go all natural which is the way to go is is grayness hereditary in your family no oh it's not Mm-mm. so you're not gonna go gray so you have nothing to worry i am about. gonna go gray we all go gray eventually mm-hmm. don't we so let's talk about the difference between manopause and menopause oh boy What's the difference between menopause and menopause? So we get a little bit irritable, but men... A little bit? We get a little irritable, a little not so nice to hang out with, but a, men... A little, a little bit? A man, when they go through menopause, they get a, a new car, a new woman, right? So a new condo. So that's, that's more psycho, psychological. I don't know. You tell me, because you're, you're going to go through menopause at some point. I'm going to go through menopause at some time, so... Okay, again, what is, what is the science behind... Menopause and menopause. I've never heard of menopause. You've never heard of no. menopause? Oh, because you haven't hit it yet. Your okay. dad never hit it. Okay, at what point? No, my my dad my dad was always. I mean, my dad had a temper anyway. 
<laughs> okay. So if so if he did, I probably wouldn't have noticed. And you know, he was he was always. I, I'm sure, like not everybody goes to the true classic menopause, menopause, but you can tell when they when they trade in the old wife for the the new chat mat, and I think they're at menopause. Right? Oh, so so this is something that's true to men and women, where you actually go through it's. Mm-hmm. Is it a reduction in hormones that are produced, mm-hmm. or you have an abundance? or No, we have a reduction. We have an alteration of the hormones. We're not as producing as much as some. Maybe we're producing more of another. Men, it's a little bit different. So this is like act three in the three-act play. You have prepubescence, right. you have puberty, right. and, that, and right. puberty is like what? From 16 to... 18. 40s, 50s? Oh, 40s, 50s. Oh, no, okay, puberty's... <laughs> but, th- but then after that... Then you're still going through puberty. But then you, you reach... A- <laughs> I don't know why you said that. <laughs> Your voice yeah. hasn't dropped yet. Yeah. So and then, and then the menopause factor is yes. the third the third phase. Yes, where life just is different. Women have hot flashes, and that's that's middle age. Yeah. Okay. Women are irritable. We have hot flash. Well, not everyone. I didn't know course. that. I didn't know that men go some through are, menopause. Some are some are beautiful. They just age beautifully. You didn't even notice they went through menopause, and. Um, God bless you for the women that don't um, go through any signs and symptoms. Um, but for the ones that do, there's a little variation in the personality, the behavior, the mm-hmm. characteristics. A little. A little, right? Um, and what, and sometimes how, when, how does it manifest, though? Um, is this more sensitive to things or just they get angry at more things or just like, you know, you're... Right. Yeah, totally. Um, your tolerance is so much shorter. Tolerance is shorter. See, your, I, I think your, that's, that's experience too because, you know, you've been around the block so many different times. It's like, okay, I know, I've already know how the story's going to end and everything. I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm at the point in my career where I've got, you know, a mortgage and I've got kids to worry about and tuition payments and everything. I haven't got time to mess around with. I know what the outcome of this is going to be. Mm, I'm going to disagree. Mm. I think there are some... Real serious physical and psychological changes that goes through a man and a woman when they hit menopause and menopause. Women seem to gain weight when they hit menopause. Okay, and that's what physiological. woman wants to gain weight and physical. I mean, you're seeing the roles of yeah. uh, chunkiness coming on, and you're like, I don't get it. I, I'm I'm not eating anymore. I'm still exercising the same way. Why am I gaining weight? Maybe because you've hit menopause. At your this metabolism point. finally starts your meta- to slow down. Your metabolism finally. Well, maybe a lot of women say it just stops when you hit menopause. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't slow down. It just completely stops, and we're set and we're done. Well, I do know when you um, hit uh, when all of us hit, and this, this is irrespective of gender. When yeah, uh, people hit their much older stage. You know, when you're in the twilight of your life. Shocking to me was that your predecessor, you know, like um, Dr. Yit Kalam, she was telling us that uh, when you are older, you actually sleep less well mm. because your body isn't producing, you know, the yes. uh, the enzyme that allows you to have, you know, peaceful sleep. I can tell you today I don't sleep as well as I did when I was 18, 20, no. 30. No, I was shocked. When my, my parents were both senior citizens and they were like, yeah, we, we have not had a, a good night of sleep. Same as me. In a while. No, but you're, this is when my parents were, you know, 70. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, this is much much older. All right, uh, but it, but it sounds like when you're saying menopause, that's you know that's kind of a tongue, <laughs> that's a tongue in cheek thing. You're saying if if older guys they're you know they're not dating in their own peer groups anymore. They're going for you oh know, yeah 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 the young the young girls. Yeah, you know, they're yeah, going yeah. for more material possessions and everything. That's completely psychosomatic. It sounds like yeah, I agree. I it's, totally it's, agree. And they're they're thinking they're cleaning house. Yeah, so, so they're cleaning house. So whereas women, you may have you know, it's something more physiological. Yes. What it sounds like you're saying is men, it's more yes. self fulfilling prophecy. Where if I do a lot of things I that agree. were 
I agree. But if, if you guys disagree, let us know. Maybe maybe it's different. Maybe menopause is different for some. Men don't admit stuff, and that's the truth. If a man goes through psychological, physiological, psychomatic changes, they're not going to tell their wife or their mom or whoever. They're just going to keep it to themselves, right? Don't you think? Well, millennials these days are, you know. But us women, we're like. Like we're, Marcus, our camera guy, he's very sensitive. He's. Aww. He wears his heart on his sleeve. Aww. Marcus is the man. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's play a little game. You want to play a little game? Sure. That sounds like fun. Let's just... And you can play at home, too. We, we want to know. Um, yeah. Join in on comments because I have no idea what's going on here. We're operating right. without a minute. Let's just play a game. Let's just see uh, what would, if you had the option to pick. Because there are, as a nurse, sometimes I'm, I'm doing geriatric patient care and I'm always wondering, is this what she would have wanted? Is this what he would have wanted? I don't know what they would have wanted. So, we're Oh, we're going to play Would You Rather. Would You Rather, ah, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Are you ready to play? Let's do it. Now we've opened up our game to the millennial mind. Jason, yes, would you rather wear diapers or have a bedpan? Oh, um... Mm. Okay, hmm. because because I'm married to my work and because I'm a company guy, I yes. have always said that I would I would wear depends now. I would wear those today if it could actually help me be more productive. <laughs> you would wear them today. And, and I I have actually taken care of of elderly people. Yes, with both. I have two. Yeah, both a bedpan and with a diaper. Um, and with adult with adult diapers, they tend to be a little less messy. On mm-hmm. generally speaking. More convenient, easy. I don't got to yeah. clean the bedpan afterwards yeah. and flush it down the toilet However, and Clorox Okay, it. and no, no joking matter here. Yes. Um, when a person who requires that kind of care hits that stage in their life, mm-hmm. it is a massive behavioral and mental hurdle that you, that the patient and the caregiver have to get past. I, I agree. The, the patient itself, especially like um, if, they're, if they're a male, the fact that you're act, you've actually reached a point in your life when you have to go back to wearing a diaper it can be very humiliating. It can be very humbling. Um, you know, the fact that you actually have to have someone to change you and everything like that. It's, um, and it fasten is, the seat belts on the left side yeah, and the right side. Yeah, it's not That's, an easy thing. And, it, yeah. and I've, I've heard, you know, uh, healthcare practitioners, they've said, you know, if you're caring for someone, when they reach the point when they need to, yeah. to have those kind of like that apparatus and everything like that, it's a very big switch. And, and if you're a caretaker too, I mean, you, you've got... Mm-hmm. Health, um, you've got professional nurses training mm-hmm. and everything. And that's mm-hmm. what you do if you're an office worker like me mm-hmm. saying, okay, I've got to go back to, you know, being like the diaper guy. You know, th- there is a mental that's – that's a big roadblock that you got to get past. So I disagree with Jason. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sit in my pee and poo all day long because uh, who knows when they're going to change my diaper. I'm going to ring the bell. And what if they don't come right away when I ring the bell? So I I want a bedpan. I don't want a diaper. Mm-hmm. But as, it's interesting, because as a nurse, it's more convenient for me if my patient has a diaper. Does that make sense? Yeah, because it's yeah. easier to clean them up. So while personally for me, I want a bedpan, it's more convenient for me as a nurse if my patients have a diaper. Why don't we try that? We'll, we'll do that and, you know, for the for the edification of our viewers right now. Mm-hmm. Let's both wear Depends for what? one day next week. <laughs> and we'll, we'll come back and we'll report on next week on Nurse Jenny's <laughs> Play. Uh, if you could go through the whole day doing that, there's nothing wrong with it. And, you know, uh, uh, okay. It's a challenge? That's yeah, a challenge. It's a challenge. Challenge accepted. Can somebody do the challenge with me? Like, can I get somebody else to do the challenge? To witness it. Yeah. I mean, you guys know I'm crazy. I'll, I'll <laughs> you are. You're okay. crazy. No, so I, I would have a diaper. Jen would go for the, the All pack. right. Okay. Uh, dentures or Duffy? 
So dentist tells you this is rotten, this tooth's rotten, this tooth. I got to pull this one out. Dentures. I got to pull this one out. Dentures. Um, your options are, and we've seen it a lot here on Guam, right? We've seen all the people that just said, not going to do it, not going to do the dentures, not going to do the glue, just going to go Duffy, all natural. What would you do? I'm going to do dentures too. I would do dentures. I, you know, again, because we work in a visual medium, we're coming to you on I Facebook know. and on YouTube, you know, for the TV thing. I just There's still that. I just want to chew my food. I don't want to drink my food. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, when you're Duffy. Okay, you're, you're also thinking functionally and everything. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, when you know, you're, so when we have patients that have all these missing teeth and they're on like a, a mash diet, a liquid diet, we got to like, you know, we got to like mash their corned beef because mm-hmm. we can't, they can't chew the corned beef. So we're going to make it into a parade okay, type so of corned beef. So uh, they're, they're kind of drinking their porn. Another side story too is like, if you are older and you've reached that point when you need dentures, sometimes your dentist will say, we need it, whatever teeth are remaining. Yeah. We have to pull all of them out and then make you a fresh set of dentures. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there's so many types of, people just think dentures are maybe like one, one or two replacement teeth or those porcelain veneers and everything. Mm-hmm. No, it's, mm-hmm. it, that is a major, again, a major life step, but major, major cost too oh my gosh yeah. uh permanent you can get permanent dentures you can get partial dentures where you remove it every single night you clean it out versus permanent um either way you're gonna spend a lot of dough what would you rather do We're- yep okay hearing aid or huh what you say uh huh huh wait can we get your phone we gotta check the comments here what well grab your phone we gotta grab check the phone? comments yeah. okay hold on okay uh, uh Oh okay, gosh. I'm thinking. Okay, so okay. Jen's got her on the paper. So top, top if you, you gotta turn this are on. you gonna wear a hearing aid or you just want to keep going? Huh? What? Oh no, definitely hearing aid. What do I do now? I don't know. Okay, no, uh, right. hearing hearing aid definitely. I think I'm gonna be. I I think I'm gonna be the one that goes. Huh? What did you say? Because uh, I don't think I want to every single day put it in, put it out. Only from a nursing perspective, I hear patients say there's a lot of ringing in my ears from oh. the hearing aid, um, and then they get tinnitus, they get they get like balazzo, like they're dizzy, right, from the hearing aid, um, and I don't think I could, I just don't feel like I want to deal with that every single day to be like, oh my gosh, my hearing aid was, was ringing and it was bothering me, ah. so I'm going to... Cancer Nicholas is in the back and he said, first of all, he said he would rather wear diapers, so that's three of us. <laughs> And he would he would say he would rather actually wear a hearing aid. And I'm thinking altruistically, I would wear, rather wear a hearing aid because it helps me and it helps the people who are trying to talk to me. Yeah. Because okay. I've also conversed with people who mm. who are very, very hard of hearing, mm. and it can get very uncomfortable. I know. My grandma's like that. But yeah. I'll just repeat it 8,000 times. Can you just tell me your statement like 8,000 times and I'll be like, yeah. no. Plus, I'm a technology guy. So, you know, <laughs> hearing aids were invented. You know, I mean, there is there is a point to that. All right. Nursing home or we're going to bother our family members to take care of Well, you're just us. skipping around, huh? I am. Okay. We went uh, from number three to number six. You nursing home or we're going to we're gonna ask our family members to take care of us? Do we burden them? <sighs> okay. For me, it, it's Do always... We, uh, it's, who are you going to burden? Your sister? No, it's always been a big part for me not, yeah, not well, to, not to, impose, not to impose me on too. people. Me too. So if, I, if I could afford it... Nursing home? Nursing home. Yeah. Nursing it's, home? It's a facility where you have trained medical professionals. You know, I don't have kids, but if I did at that point, I wouldn't want to, you know, impose on them and say, okay, you know, you've got your own families, your own mortgages, your own lives and everything like that. You know, let's... Um, uh, so, yeah. this is what I tell, because I got two kids, right? 
Um, I say, if you're going to put mommy in a nursing home, tell mommy now, and I'll put you in a foster home right now. <laughs> you can be raised in a foster home. Okay, there, no, that, that is a very valid point, though, because uh, a lot of people believe it's like, hey, you know, it's like, we take care of her, so we right? don't abandon our family. Never. Like, I, mommy has done everything for you. You can't just take care of mommy till she dies. I don't know, right? <laughs> so I kind of... And I'm going to burden one of the two of my daughters. And I'm going to make them take care of me. They can take turns. Maybe one year I live with daughter number one. and Remember second, this moment. Second year I live with daughter number two. And I said to them, so before you marry your husbands, you need to tell them that I'm included in the package. And if they don't want their mother-in-law in the package, then that, mm. you're, not, you're not marrying that one. Get it? Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm all about bothering my family members and making them take care of me. But we have great long-term care facilities here on Guam, Jason. You'll mm-hmm. either be at St. Dominic's or Jason's going to be at SNU. And they're both great long-term care facilities that I highly recommend. Yep. And you'll be taken care of. You'll be good to go. All right. I'm, I'm actually, you know, like, it's a little bit of a TMI moment. Uh, I'm actually in uh, discussions right now on how to care for one of my family members Aww. and the family member actually opted for a nursing home i know yeah, really like, there there's a handful of people that don't want to this is a real thing you don't want to inconvenience or bother your family members or your friends to take care of you 24 hours a day and mm-hmm. seven days a week it's real it's a reality yeah. issue that we have to deal with um at some point in our life right okay what do we got next okay uh, wheelchair or you're going to just use the cane or the walker Wheelchair is so easy, and let me tell you, we're if going to give you preference if you're wheelchair. You get to go front of the line. You get to do it all. Kane, we're sensitive to you, but we're... But we're, it is still exercise, though, and, and I, I have seen the effects of... Sometimes you don't have a choice. Yeah, well, I've seen... Right, I, sometimes you don't, but sometimes you do. If you, if there you are, are able... People, yeah. If you are able to still walk around, it's best if you exercise and, and, you know, build up your muscles and condition them to some degree, even going through physical therapy, because... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've seen people when they go to the hospital and they said every day that you spend on your back in bed in the hospital, that's equivalent to, I think, what is it, like three days worth of atrophy in your muscles? I don't know, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. We, we've seen bedridden clients that don't get out of bed, that that atrophy, they're right. Like when you got admitted the into the hospital, skinny. You when you got into the hospital, you could walk five steps. Now that you've been laying in that bed all day, you can't walk anymore. I don't. We don't get it. Yeah. Like why? So I, w- I would actually say if you can make use of a cane, even if it's a little bit more um, uh, laborious than using like a wheelchair, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. make use of the cane because the wheelchair is also that's the last resort too. Yes. That's and when I, you can't walk. At all. I agree with you on that one. Yeah. As long as I can use a cane or a walker, I'm not going to go into a wheelchair. I also believe in fitness, so you know it's. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. agree. Speaking of which, can I ask this one? Sure. You've got one. Um, if you have severe or chronic knee pain, yeah. do you take the stairs or do you take an elevator? Or maybe do you have those, one of those those elevating lifts mm-hmm. installed at your house if you live in a house with, uh, with stairs on them? So if you have knee pain, you know the issue is going up the stairs, not going na- down the stairs. Typically, yeah. most people will say... Going up the stairs is easy. Going down the stairs, I mean, going up the stairs is hard. Going down the stairs is easy. But still, people that have knee issues will take the elevator both ways. So sometimes mm. I want to go, well, then if you're going up the stairs, take the elevator. But when you're coming down, let's take the stairs just for activity, range of motion. What's your thought? I would actually say take the elevator because if you're experiencing severe knee pain anyway. What if it's not severe? No, but take, 
going up and down stairs, that's only going to exacerbate it. Okay. I say work it you, out. You may, you may actually do I wanna more harm. I want to work it out. I want to work it yeah, out. Yeah, you may, you may wind I up I want to take the elevator up, and I want to take the stairs down. But you know what? Going downstairs, if you, I mean, even if you're severely sore because you worked out or you played, like, in a sporting event, mm-hmm. going downstairs isn't as hard as walking up, but still, you're slowing your ascent, and that's really putting a lot of strain on your muscles, too. You're so trying. you're saying either way, up or down, take the elevator. No, up is worse, but, d- but down, yes, down is no Yes, everybody says up is worse. Yeah. And then everybody says, it's not that bad going down, so let's just take the stairs and going down. Oh, number number eight is... What's number eight? This, oh, this yeah. is a real tricky one. Yeah, go ask number eight, please. Okay, number eight. And we got to wrap up here because it's When it's time, time for the time, do you want CPR or do you want a DNR, which DNR stands for do not resuscitate. And th- like we must contextualize this and say this is completely your own decision absolutely you need to decide don't let your family members decide for you you decide while you are of sound mind right absolutely yeah do you want a nurse to do cpr on you if i can't feel a pulse or respirations do you want me to try to do cpr on you and try to revive you or do you want me to just let you peacefully... And this is a major decision because depending on what you believe in and what your financial position is, you can say, do I want to, again, do I want to impose on my family mm-hmm. because even more, even more weeks CPR, and with, with even more bills? Like, that's a lot of financial hardship. Yeah, However, yeah. depending on what, where you go to church and what you believe in, yes. you can say, you know, you have to give... Mm-hmm. medical professionals the chance to actually revive you otherwise you know you're jeopardizing your soul but if i do cpr the longer you're out and the longer i'm doing cpr the longer when i when you come out if you make it out if you come out of it the recovery process and the rehabilitation is is much more severe mm-hmm. right you could be in and a vegetative so, state. Uh, yes because basically you could the, be in a vegetative state you could be on a ventilator or you could not you right you could go left you could go you could be totally fine after you come out of it or how long how long actually when when someone's heart stops does the effects of brain damage how long will it be until the effects of brain damage kick in oh like like as soon as you start we're not getting any more oxygen to your brain Mm -hmm. right so the longer you're out five minutes you're out then really when you wake up it's gonna be a struggle so do but you it, want me to do CPR? But on again, you, d- depend- or do you want me to just? God has called you home. It's time to go. Go. What do you? What would you? Want? Okay. And at what point do you actually? Can you let like your primary physician say, okay, if anything ever happens to me, I want to do not resuscitate. Then can it just be when? Can I do that today? Like I yes. would like a, like a last will and testament or yes. like a mortgage statement. Yes, you can do it today. I can do it because today. if I know I've contracted, you can do it today. You can tell your family members today. Or, but what typically happens in the medical profession, if you're at a stage in your life where you have a terminal diagnosis, right. then we got to ask you now. We, yeah. we can't wait till it's too late. But if mm-hmm. you're Jason or me, um, we can decide today. And today you can tell your sister and your mom and I can t- tell my girls what we want. To and this do. is a really heavy topic, but everybody yes. I know has, has, you know, you've had these conversations around the water cooler. It's like, oh, yeah. man, if it came down to it, would I want a DNR? I'm DNR. What are you? Are you? D- I, I don't have anything on paper right now. Oh, I, I don't either. I'm just when saying. My, when my father passed, he the doctor came out and, and told us he had suffered a terminal uh, event, mm-hmm. and I, I had no idea what that meant. Like at the time, and they're like, "Yeah, he had like you know his heart stopped." And they said he also had like a DNR. We didn't even know. 
Hmm. You're de- you didn't know? No. He didn't share it with you? No. He had made that decision when he was still, like, of sound mind, like, you know, several months before. But I was, I was like, oh. And how, did, how was your feelings on that one? Were you like, man, I wish Dad would have told us? Or were you okay when the no, doctor... Uh, well, I mean, because you know that's his last wish. Yeah, and I know my dad would not have wanted to... Again, he would not you want to impose. He did not want to yeah, do any more yeah. suffering himself. And yeah. he was like, you know, this is, you know... Yeah. He's doing what's best for, you know, the family. Yeah. So my mom, total, she wants CPR. My dad, DNR. Hmm. It's so weird how they're so... And opposite. your family is religious, right? They, they, yes. they are They are people of faith. Yeah, yeah. How did, how did they balance that with saying... It's not in your hands to make that call. My this dad is, this is, is God's just more call. practical. Like, I don't want to bother anyone. I don't want you to have to change my diaper. I don't want you to have to decide. I'm going to decide versus my mom is more like, God said, you can't choose your fate. Mm-hmm. God said, he's choosing your fate. So you do CPR. And if God decides that at the end of your 30 compressions and your two breaths that I'm not going to breathe and I'm, my heart's not going to come back then that's God's decision to not bring it back. So my mom is more on the religious, my dad's more practical, and I get both of them, I truly do. Here's the moral argument. I've heard some people say of this discussion as we as we wind down on a possibly morbid note, mm-hmm. um, that they believe that if you are doing that and you say, if anything happens, I do not want resuscitation, they, they have equated that to a form of suicide. Yes, my mom totally says that all mm-hmm. the time. And I'm like, I don't, I just don't feel... And again, if you grow up in like in yeah. a Catholic or Christian background and everything, that we is... We totally dis- respect it, right? We yeah. respect your religious beliefs. And it really is just your decision. You decide. But I, I highly recommend you share it with your family so mm-hmm. they're not in shock. Can you change this after you've put it on paper that you say... Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. You can change. You can, Le- yes. you can completely Ladies waffle Ladies and gentlemen, it. you could on Monday say, I want a DNR. And then on Friday, say, you hit menopause, you bought a Ferrari, you got a new hot chick girlfriend, and change it to, I I want CPR. So, yes, you can absolutely change it at any point and any time of your life. Okay. Because, I mean, it's one thing to say, yes, I want, you know, if anything happens to me, I'm going to sign my organ donor card. Mm -hmm. But the DNR thing, that's a major decision. Major. And, you know, like, I mean, you know, we have a lot of fun on the show, you know, trying to educate you guys. But, yeah, that is something that you should probably have conversations with your family about, with your But if you don't, like Jason's dad didn't. You, your dad, you said you didn't know your dad. Well, that was that was also after a lengthy, lengthy battle with a very, very troubling disease. Yeah, I, I think I think as a family member, you respect it. And yeah. you, right? Like, I think, like, in the end... My grandfather also did the same thing, so I think that was, that was my father's. He's like, hey, this and is... And I think when it's all said and done, then you go, yeah, I knew he was going to want to be a DNR. I, yeah. I just know I know him. I love him. I, I knew he wasn't going to want us to do CPR, mm-hmm. so... Tell you what, um, what's next week? Can we talk about the process of death? Uh, okay. Is that what you no, guys we did, want no, to we talk did that about? Already. Okay. What do you guys want to see us talk about here on Nurse Gen yes. Explains? Because, again, we, it is a crowdsourced show. We're taking the information that you want to know, and we're feeding it to you, and... This beautiful creature over here will explain whatever you want to know as far as mental, physiological, whatever like that. But uh, we got to run. So yes. this was interesting. Yes. Father time calls us. Unfortunately, we can't do anything about time. And time yeah. is calling us right now because we got to go do another interview. She's got to go tape health check. Health check. Don't wreck yourself. Health check yourself. There you go. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye.